to The Synergy of Us. We're speaking from the heart on human design to help you discover who you uniquely are. Hi, I'm Marianne Till. And I'm Liz DeConing. Come along for the ride as we have heart-to-heart conversations about the energies that influence our lives. Welcome along to The Synergy of Us. I'm Liz. And I'm Marianne. And today we're going to be talking about manifestation and intentions. And that's in light of we've just been past the new year and, well, perhaps I'll leave that bit till later. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Little bit of intrigue coming in there. Yes, that's right. Okay, over to you. Okay, so I feel that manifestation and intentions really do kind of dovetail together. Oh, yeah. So so it's kind of going to be a little bit of a mishmash between the two of them coming at it from a human design perspective, obviously, because that's what I like to talk about. Oh, so we're not going to talk about it from a... Reiki perspective or something like that. Is there a Reiki perspective? I don't know. But I don't there know. could be now. <laughs> Let us know. I might have introduced it. <laughs> so, so the the big thing that people usually talk about with human design in terms of manifestation are the arrows that you can see at the top of your chart. So probably at this time, it's useful for me to just say and remind you if you do not yet have your chart. You can go to our website and you'll actually be able to put your details in and get your chart. And this chart will have some arrows. So there'll be four arrows at the top, two on either side of the head. And the one that we look at in particular um, in manifestation terms is the one that's in the bottom right position. That's our starting point. So in human design, side note, this is not traditional human design. This is something Mm. that's been brought in from uh, particular people who, you know, look at aspects Mm. of human design. This is the... Oh, it's not not working. Mm. Mm, That was our mysterious noise, but it didn't want to work today. So interesting. (laughs) So maybe that's mysterious. Yep. Oh, okay. There you go. I didn't even realise that. That could explain a bit of stuff that's been happening. <laughs> anyway, so back to the arrow. So this one that's down the bottom, the right-hand corner. So we talk about you either being a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester, depending on where that arrow actually faces. So you've either got the choice of it facing left facing right essentially so you'll notice all the arrows either face that the right direction or the left direction so which one's which again so if it's facing left then you are a specific manifester that's me and me as well if it's facing right then you are a non-specific manifester 
just mm. some other people in our family. So <laughs> what's the difference? So the name kind of tells you a little bit. So if it's specific, then you have to get really specific. So this is like, you know, the getting out your, um, you know, your journal or whatever and going, all right, I'm going to be manifesting into my life something for, say, my house or a new house. Could be anything like that. So you go, all right, new house, where do I want it to be? What's it actually going to look like? How many rooms does it have? Um, You know, what configuration might it have? Um, Garden, all that sort of stuff. So you get really, really specific price, all of those kinds of things. So very specific, very detailed. It's like you are putting the picture in your mind out into the world in some way. So words, pictures. um, So it could be a vision board as well. Yeah, vision boards are very good for specific manifestors. Mm-hmm. All right, so you get very, very specific. The more detailed you are, the better because that arrow facing left shows that energetically the universe responds when we are really, really detailed and really, really specific. It may be um, not quite the same as that. My experience is it's usually what I asked for plus a little bit more. That's kind of what I've found. Mm. I wish. <laughs> well, you, you're still working on that. So it's taken mm. me a long time to kind of work through how it actually works for me. So this would be the part where I'd say, remember, human design is an experiment. So you're a left-facing arrow. You're a specific manifester. How does it work for you? Experiment with it. Play around with it. But knowing that it's about specific details and probably you know, feeling into what that would be as well. But the details are the important part. On the other hand, the non-specific manifesto, so if it's facing to the right, you are not going to be particularly specific. So it's going to be, I'm wanting a new house in a neighbourhood that makes me feel this way and the house is going to have this kind of energy around it and I'm going to feel this particular way in this environment. So it's more about a general aim that you're after and the way that's going to make you feel. So it's almost about the energy, isn't it? Yeah, it's very much an energetic kind of thing that you put out and then the universe kind of takes that energy and turns it into what will be the best for you. So two different ways of looking at it. So I also read some other stuff around... Um, within specific and non-specific, there's another sort of breakdown where um, I think you and I are different. Yes. In that um, I have to be very specific and then just let it go. And I think you have to be very specific, but you can actually go and do stuff about it. Ooh, okay. So my understanding, and this is something that I think you introduced me to and I mm. kind of looked at it and I've studied it and I'm still playing with it. So this has come from um, a particular person who uses human design. I can't off the top of my head think of her name. No, we might have to. We might put some details in so perhaps yeah. you can check it out. So um, I, I think there is some I wa- energy I want around I definitely it. want to acknowledge her because she's done a lot of work about mon- manifesting, mm. which um, I think it would be good to acknowledge that so people can also follow it up. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So 
So from what I remember, it's talking about the other arrow that's at the bottom. Mm. So it's going to be the left arrow. And if it's facing to the left, like mine is, then you are an active kind of manifester. Mm. If it's facing to the right, then you're a passive manifester. Yeah. So you kind of summed it up for the passive one reasonably well, where it's like, you know, here's my specific stuff. Um, I've written it down, drawn it, acknowledged it in some kind of detail, and then it's allowing the universe then to work on it. Whereas with me, which is what I've been playing around with, it's like, here's my specific stuff that I want to bring in, and now I'm going to revisit that, you know, fairly frequently. Daily would be good, weekly, and just think about if there are any steps that I can take towards that. So it's kind of bringing it into my consciousness frequently as is the way that I understand it. So probably check out um, the details that we put into the um, show notes to see, um, but that's kind of the way that I felt she was talking about yeah. it and that's what the way that I'm experimenting with it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think I find that that is – seems to work better for me than actually going off and trying to do this that, uh, that heads towards what I'm trying to manifest or do that or do that. I just have to sit there, think about it, be very specific, you know, either write it or speak it. I think speaking it for me is a good one. Yeah, that and because we're both self-projected projectors, speaking has its own energy for us. Yeah. And often it will be, I find it, seems to be more powerful if I speak it to you, maybe that's my active part, mm. than just speaking it out loud. But sometimes I just speak it out to the universe as well. So so then for me though, I just sort of need to record it in some way so that I can kind of get back to the specifics and just speak it out. So Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't necessarily think that I need to write it down or make a storyboard or a vision board or a whatever, I feel like I just have to say stuff mm. and be specific. Yeah, and, and I think that is the particular energy of a self-projected projector mm. for, you know, a little bit of something to think about if you're one of the, you know, the small group of us that are SPPs. Yeah. Um, so for everybody else, though, you would need to be a little bit more tangible probably than that. Perhaps manifestors would be the other ones who may not need to be that tangible. They may mm. be able to do that because they're going to have a motor going to their throat, which is going to give them a bit of vroom going through, bringing it out. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, I find it very interesting that, you know, we've, we've only just got to the point where we believe that manifestation can really happen as it, you know, as a more general thing. As and in like a society thing. Yeah. Yeah. An accepted, well, semi-accepted, let's not go too far, shall we? Yeah, well, we can think um, of a few people who probably don't accept it, but yeah. yes. <laughs> As an accepted thing. Um, and now we're finding out through human design and, you know, the new paradigm stuff that there's many ways that you can actually do this that are specific for you 
which makes a whole lot of sense because it's the same as all these other things, you know. Everyone says, oh, you need to go on a diet. But in actual fact, you need to go on a diet that suits you. And mm-hmm. it's the same with manifesting and intentions and stuff like that, I, I believe, that you have to do something that suits you. Yes, exactly. Not every other man and his dog. Exactly. And let's, without delving too deeply, but with speaking about diets, your design actually gives you guidance on how a diet, might, what kind of diet might help you as well. So, and this probably leads me on to the next part around manifestation and intentions because we often have start of the new year intentions around, you know, health, fitness, money, all of those kinds of things. And often we take on the identity of someone else who is kind of going, yes, this is what you need to do and this is how you need to do it to achieve this particular intention. So an intention is really just a manifestation, isn't it? It's what you are wanting to bring into this world during the next 12 months, essentially. So it's really important to make sure that your process fits with who you are. So we've talked about how you can manifest. The next part is actually really understanding what your design is about and how that's going to mean that your process is actually going to be different to the process of someone else. So as an example, um, maybe this is (laughs) – I seem to have in the last month or so had lots of people – asking me stuff about manifestation. This is perhaps the reason why, other than it just being the end of the year and start of the new year, why we're talking about this. But some of the things that I've kind of had come into my, you know, world, I suppose, around manifestation and intentions, I've kind of gone, well, that doesn't really help you because you're taking out of that process who you are according to your design. Mm. So so you need to really kind of understand yourself to have the most success. So if you've had that time where you've gone out and you've tried to manifest stuff and it hasn't happened, you've gone out and you've set an intention for the new year and it hasn't happened, then it's probably something to do with your process So are you following what your arrows say? And it's probably also got something to do with your design. Your authority? So your authority is critical to this. If your authority is not on board, I'm sorry, but you're just not going to have success with it. It's as simple as that. So your authority has to have that energy there saying yes, yes, yes. And if it's not, then... Find something that is lighting you up. There are going to be plenty of things. So really the first thing that you need to understand to be able to manifest, be able to bring your intentions in, what's my authority telling me? This is, you know, the stuff that's inside you, that's innate to you, that's saying, yep, this is the right thing for you. It's taking out your mind which is being influenced by all the people outside of you saying, oh, do this, do that, do something else. If your authority is not on board, it is simply not going to happen. Yeah, because everybody wants to make a 
New Year's resolution about getting fitter or going on a diet and losing pounds or oops, kilos, <laughs> depending on where you are. Yeah, um, and all that kind of thing. But does your authority actually think that's the right thing to do? It might not. Mm, exactly. And you might by doing something else completely different, actually achieve the same goal. You just don't know. Yeah. You know, and there are many different ways to come at it. A a lot of the things that you see around intentions has to do with willpower. Now, willpower is created in your your design through your will centre or your ego centre. It's a motor centre. It's got a lot of energy happening there, if it's defined, that can actually give you a boost to achieve something. That doesn't mean to say that if you have it undefined, like we both do, that we can't achieve stuff. If our authority is going, yes, 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 then there is energy there to achieve it. All right? So no matter what else is happening in your design. But there's going to be things that are probably more appropriate for you to be wanting to manifest and that's important to get to grips with. So, you know, you kind of it's really important to know your authority and then to start to know yourself. So know what some of your gates are about, you know, and are you working in alignment with those gates? Know what's happening in your centres. <laughs> and the what other, is, what about your cross? Oh, yeah. So, so the cross. She's looking at me funny, like I shouldn't have asked that question. Well, by the way, just so you know. Well, I'm looking at you funny because I'm going. Yes, it's interesting because we've just been talking about crosses. Because there's just been an interesting question that's come up for me that I've been pondering probably in the last 24 hours around how the energy of your cross shows up in your life. So. I am not sure that I have a clear answer for you on on that. But what I would well, say... It wasn't really a question. It's just obviously your cross is going to impact the kinds of things that will that you should be looking at manifesting or setting intentions around to move yourself forward. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would say just knowing... So... If you are going to know any part of your gate design, get to really know your top four gates. So this means on the right side and the left side, the top two gates that are there. All right. These are actually part of your incarnation cross. Maybe we need to talk about incarnation crosses a bit more in another episode. Mm. But they're also the most influential energy in your overall design. Is that's your, your sun and your earth? Yeah, so, right? they're, so they're your conscious and unconscious sun and your conscious and unconscious earth. And because they're the biggest um, entities, I suppose, in the solar system, they have the biggest influence on our energy um, there's other factors that come into play, but think about it in that way. So get to know what your gates are about. Get to know what it looks like when you're in alignment with them. Get to look, you know, know what it looks like when mm, maybe you're out of alignment. It's kind of moving into the not self and actually use that as one of your points of decision making 
in terms of what you want to manifest. It's not the whole picture because, you know, they don't necessarily speak to some of the things we want to bring in, but it can be like that foundation, you know. So is this thing that I want to manifest actually going to support this energy or not? So it's kind of looking at with anything that we want to bring into our world, we want to make sure that there's the greatest chance of it actually happening. So so this is part of that process. Hmm. Okay. Because interestingly, this wasn't an intention or anything like that, but I started a new eating plan Okay. On Friday. Yep. And my authority basically said yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, that, I wasn't close yes. enough to the microphone. Yes. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my authority said yes. It was a little reluctant at first, but it said yes. <laughs> did you force it? No, I didn't. <laughs> No, no, no. I, d- I just did a bit of research mm-hmm. first. Yes, yeah, so that's your, your line one stuff. Yeah. Yep. So I did a bit of research first. And, yeah, so I started it straight away. I, like, made the decision and went, bang, that's it. I'm doing this. So I've been going really well. It's fantastic. Love it. Food's great. Blah, blah, blah. Everything. It's good. However, mm-hmm. you just said before about diet for people and now I'm going <laughs> <laughs> now you're doubting yourself now I'm you? doubting so, myself so so this is probably a good good point um your authority over and above everything else is going to let you know if something is right for you all of the other stuff is just in a way Guidelines. extra layers of of yeah <laughs> Guidelines, information. <laughs> no rules, just guidelines. <laughs> what does that come from? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Someone let us know. <laughs> yeah, something. There's something about, don't worry about the rules. These are just guidelines or uh, something. I like, know, it's from a movie that I like and I can't think which one it is. Um, is it Princess Bride? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Someone let us know. Um, so, yes, your authority is your authority for a reason. Okay, remember, it's, it, we call it the authority, but it's actually the inner authority. So it is working with everything energetically that's within you, within your design. If it's saying yes, then it's not going to be taking you off course at all. It is right for you at this point in time. Let me give you my story, which is funny because <laughs> it kind of matches we, yours we've a look at, We've got to look at my diet after this. <laughs> If it feels right, then it's right. Yeah, I know, but I still want to look at it and see whether it's actually in alignment anyway. Mm, Okay. Anyway, so I've also started a diet. Oh, my God. Yes. So basically mine started on January 1 with the realisation that I had not been looking after my body particularly well, which is my... My goal is always to try and keep my body as healthy as it can possibly be. But over 2022, <laughs> that did not happen. It just got worse and worse. So I made the decision. Did so? Yeah, so I made the decision 
I was just going to change my auth- – so what I'd already realised was that the only way I could have success with this was if my authority was now saying yes. So the reason why I'd gone off the rails was because my authority was not giving me any signals to kind of keep me going. So I have no – defined will centre. So I rely on having that yes from my authority to give me the energy to keep that going and make sure that I stay on track. So I had to wait till the till the yes came through. It came through, huh, lovely, just before Christmas. So that didn't really work very well, did it? <laughs> so, so anyway, I attempted where I could to, you know, be better, but then from beginning like new year's day that was it whammo straight in and i'm back to feeling nice and healthy again getting back to being strong again all of those kinds of things so yeah my authority said it's time to get back to what you know is the best for you so yeah just as an interesting aside so um now i forgot where we were going Anyway, that's all right. <laughs> well, no, it was talking about intentions. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. It's like listening to your authority, and we've both done that. Mm. But you know, my question was then: human design can help you with what your diet should be. Yeah, but it essentially there's different parts of your chart then that can show you. Um, what may work for you. But if your authority has already taken you there, then that's what's right for you. Mm. You know, it's um, it's not rocket science. So, no, it's human design. Exactly, <laughs> which, which has probably got a whole lot of moving parts just like rocket science. <laughs> sure. so, so, yes, I think my point was that talking about the moving parts, the big ones are understanding you know, your energy type, how your energy is working within yourself and with others, you know, how you're actually getting things coming in, which is your strategy, and then how you make decisions around things. And that's your authority, which is all from within you. So, so long as you are knowing how that works, you're not allowing your mind to try and derail so this is where people who have an instant authority, like people who are sacral or splenic, as long as you know how to tune into it. So everyone has these things where you've got to learn what your authority sounds like, feels like, um, you know, smells like. I don't know. It can be all of the different senses and things. You need to be able to tap into your authority to then know when it's saying yes. So... So, yeah, um, that's probably enough on that. But anyway, <laughs> we've kind of covered off on that quite a lot. So there are other things, though, within your chart to look at and make sure that there's not a conflict with who you actually are. So for another example, um, look at, you know, sort of the energy that's within your chart. So is it tribal? Is it individual? You know, what sort of energy is it? Because, I mean, my mine is primarily individual. So if I made a well, – my sister's there making a face going, mm, 
That's a surprise to no one ever. No, no, no. <laughs> I was actually going, how the hell does that work with somebody who's got individual, tribal and what's the other one? Collective. Collective, which yeah, is but me. There's, but there's, there's one that's higher or two that are higher and I'm mm. – but mine is tribal and collective, isn't it? So how does that work? Yeah, well, just hold on. Mm. <laughs> jump over. Yeah, and I was just explaining so, what my face was about. It wasn't about you being individual. Okay, <laughs> but those but people who is. know me, you know, I am. So, so it would not make sense, <laughs> and I have had this as, I suppose, an intention or a goal. So this, you know. So we're talking about manifestation, intentions, goals, any of those things. A goal to actually go out and do networking and attend networking events. <laughs> so <laughs> this did not work because this is not me. All right. So I have very, very little tribal energy in my design. And I would need to have quite a lot of tribal energy in my design for that to be successful. I've got individual and I've got collective. So so me doing this podcast is fine because that's talking to whoever wants to pick up on my energy and my sister's energy and kind of tap into that. It also works individually because, hey, it's basically me talking about stuff that interests me. Mm-hmm. So... So have that awareness. Like if you've got tribal energy, then it's fine to put in goals around how you're going to be building connections, building groups, you know, how you're going to connect with people. If you've got lots of collective energy, then it's going to be about, you know, what things are you doing so that people in the broader community, even the worldwide community, are actually able to make connections with you in some way all right so (laughs) just had something else happen as well that I just realized is about (laughs) the tribal stuff for me it's like I've been share well yeah I've been thinking about because I just recently read this book or actually listened to it on audible called I've been listening to it for probably two months Mm -hmm. you know on and off um, and it's called How to Retire and Not Die. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, you know, the, the first story he has in the book is, is this guy who retires but he doesn't have a plan for anything. His plan is to sit and watch TV in his retirement and within six months he was dead, mm-hmm. morbidly. So, yes, but I mean, how many times do you hear stories about people oh, doing that? There's a, a lot, lot of them. Yeah. Yes. So, in amongst that, there was there's stuff where he talks about um, connection and stuff like that, because that's an important thing when you're retired is to still have connections and not just be doing stuff at home on your own all the time and that kind of thing. So, um, yes, I've just yesterday started thinking about how I can do a bit more of that because I have you know I have some groups but I feel like I've kind of lost some of those connections so (laughs) so just last night and this morning I started thinking about what I'm interested in and what I might be able to do tribally and I've put kind of you know 
put that intention out there about finding something that I can do. And I just looked something up, found the perfect thing, and I'm going to go put my hand up and do it. Okay, there you go. So, <laughs> so it just reminded me that because I was thinking, how do how do I do this tribally and blah 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 blah. And and when you were talking about that, I'm like, I just did. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and and you, I mean, you will often get drawn to do that, but you may also, particularly like the reason why I had that goal to try and do networking was because I was part of a, you know, business group, um, business course, I suppose, where it was like, oh, you know, you've got to get out and you've got to make your connections and do all of these things, blah, 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 blah. So I'm going, oh, okay, I've got to go and do that then. So that wasn't in any way, shape or form coming from my authority more. My authority was going, (laughs) well, this was way pre-human design, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, a good couple of years before that yeah exactly so you had no idea about that yeah You're, and everyone other, other than the fact that I knew that it was not yeah not something I wanted but to do and I'm going oh no I need to get out of my comfort zone yeah because that's these are all the buzzwords that people who are trying to generate business use but they're not right for everyone they're right for some people they're not right for everyone the same as everything else yeah and and I mean you know it's the same with when people talk about manifestation, they often have their manifestation process, but that's the process that's worked for them. Mm. You know, you don't have the same design as they do. So what, I mean, I think what we've hopefully done today is given you guidelines and you need to go and experiment with it. See how it works for you. You know, are you better off... um, writing or drawing or recording or doing something else, you know? Are you um, better off thinking about making connections or you're better off thinking about, you know, what is going to work for you? Individually. As an individual, yes. Mm. Or, you know, those sorts of things. So, so there's many moving pieces in this whole thing, but understanding who you are in terms of your design, helps you to make better decisions about what to manifest and more successful decisions about that is what I would say. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Mm. I hadn't really even thought about manifesting um, for New Year's or anything like that. Like, you know, I I didn't start an eating plan because it was a New Year's resolution at all. It was... I need to do this kind of thing. Mm. And but it's very interesting to think about how my human design impacts on me setting goals, doing intentions and um manifesting the things that I want to manifest. Mm. Yep. And mm. it and it all all sort of comes down to knowing yourself and starting to align yourself with that energy, knowing that we're never perfect. You know, there's always stuff that comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're never perfect. I'm a Leo. Of course I am. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Okay. Anyway. That was a typical Virgo reaction, by the way. (laughs) 
I own it. Uh, so probably the the other thing to to think about, as you said, you came to your decision. I came to my decision through listening to our authorities, not because it was a particular time of year. Mm. So you know we can bring our intentions, we can bring our goals, we can bring all of those things into our life at the time that feels right for us. We don't have to wait for a certain start time to do that. So realistically, we should be, you know, setting intentions as we go through the year as it becomes, you know, obvious that our authority wants us to do something. True. Mm. But on another note... Yes, I've seen some things recently which I wasn't aware of um, in a couple of groups that I'm in on Facebook and stuff like that um, where they talk about not doing things for the traditional New Year because there's a human design New Year and I'm like, what? Yes. I didn't know about that. So what do you know about that? Oh, well, I know a reasonable amount about that, of course. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Naturally, because she's a know-it-all. Oh, no, she, no. no, she's a three-one. No, one, three. one three. I'll get it right soon. I keep putting your big number first because my big number's first. Yes. So. Anyway. Yes, no. She's a one-three. A one-three. Yes. It's the one. But, but also absolutely passionate about human design, so I try to know everything I can about what I'm passionate about because that's essentially what my authority tells me to do. Anyway, so... So this year, the Human Design New Year starts on the 22nd of January. And all it means is that it's the start of the sun going through all of the 64 gates of the Human Design um, mandala, I mm-hmm. suppose is what yep. we would say, um, during the year. All right, And it starts, if I recall correctly, with gate 44. Um, Why doesn't it start with gate one? Oh, now you would have to ask me that when that was something that I'm only just starting to to kind of come to grips with. So <laughs> I've read some I things on that. that. Yeah, yeah, cancel that one. <laughs> um, but essentially, it has it has something to do with um, how all of the gates are organised against astrology, and it also relates in some way to the I Ching. So there's sort of um, a structure to how that happens so um with on the I Ching side of it it's it's matching up the um the hexagrams yeah um in a certain flow and then all of the gates have a connection astrologically as well so there's sort of this harmony between the astrology and the I Ching that creates the actual um, numbers. So, for example, in the last month or so, what have we gone through? We've gone through gate 11, gate 10, gate 28? 58, and gate 38. 38. It wasn't 28 in there, was it? No. no. Hmm. That I'm just been, making it up. That would have been earlier. Um, and we're currently in gate 54, which will give you an idea of when we've actually recorded this, if you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... So yes, yeah, so it's you need to put this up before the twenty second of January. Yes, true. We'll have to work on that, won't we? Mm. Mm. All right. So I think that's probably covered off on the different things that we wanted to talk about, hasn't it? 
Is there anything else you can think of? Any other questions or ideas? No, I don't think so. Okay, so hopefully you've got the idea of being a specific versus a non-specific manifesto. You've got the idea of whether you're going to be active or passive. Remember, check your chart for that. And make sure that whatever (coughs) you are intending or whatever you're manifesting is, you know, kind of given the green light by your inner authority. And don't just leave it for the beginning of the year, whether it's the traditional New Year, the Chinese New Year or the Human Design New Year. Exactly. Go with when it feels correct for you. All right. I think that's it. Yes, I think so. So it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Synergy of Us. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and it has helped you in some way to become more aligned with your energy. Until next time, bye for for now. now.